Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up to you, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. I got my COVID shot today. You were supposed to get it last week. Uh, Oh, yeah, I was supposed to get it last week. But I went and I got denied for the Johnson & Johnson. And uh, because, well, to be honest, you guys really psyched me out quite a bit. (laughs) The next morning when I was going... I was literally thinking about not going because after what you guys said, I started researching and then I started running into these probably fake Twitter stories about people dying from taking the vaccine. Oh, I'm sure those were fake. And between you and that, it got in my head and I was like, I don't know if I want to take get this vaccine. My vaccine appointment was 9 a.m. and it was like 8.50 and I'm at my house. It's only five minutes away. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go. That's the point I was at. And then I go to get the vaccine and they start asking me all these questions. After I fill everything out, they're literally about to put the shot in my arm. And they're like, all right, just a few last questions. Any food allergies or anything that's caused like your throat to swell up or anything like that? And I was like, yeah, actually, I have eaten some fruits. Like later in life, I have developed some sort of fruit allergy. And I did eat a big bowl of cherries once and my throat closed up. Like I didn't go to the hospital. I took some Benadryl, but I was nervous for a few minutes. They're like, oh, we can't give you this shot. Right, the cherries in the Johnson & Johnson uh, They said there's some sort of thing, some sort of fruit-based thing. I don't know. But dude, because you guys psyched me out in these videos, in these Twitter stories I You're read. You're like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, when they said that, I was like, all right. <laughs> I was right. like, all right, wasn't meant to be. And I stood right. up, walked out, and they, I think they were looking at me like, oh, re- you, don't, you don't give a shit? Like you just waited this whole time? So your shot today wasn't Johnson & Johnson. So I went to an allergist and they basically said, no, you're good. I don't even have a fruit allergy. I just have some oh. sort of fucking cross-pollen thing that for foods that, I don't know. I don't know. Now, did they ask you the question today when you went to get your shot? Yeah, they were like, do you have any food allergies? Anything that's caused your did throat? Did you say no? Yeah, I was just like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Those, allergist uh, was like, just say learned. no, you're fine. Right. Th- Those Twitter stories that you were reading, did Barry's mother-in-law send them to you? <laughs> probably That's a good possibility dude and then so today right after i got my shot really quick i was in a zoom a zoom meeting for work pretty important one with with like my boss and i was drinking this big i don't know if this what are the side effects for covid sh- vaccine do you know jay you're smart no do you is any like, of them like nausea or vomiting yes it's possible yes i was drinking a big 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 diet coke and i was drinking it and i started burping Mm. I almost threw up on my Zoom video <laughs> meeting. That would have been awesome. Dude, <laughs> I literally 
like threw up in my mouth and had to like throw it back down uh, in the middle oh, of a fucking work meeting. That's horrible. And then that for the burns. next five minutes, I was like holding back my uncontrollable little laughter as I was picturing what that would have looked like had I thrown up. <laughs> Could you imagine on a Zoom meeting? Spraying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Well, on that note, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or positive review. And please... Subscribe to the one podcast that has been doing this for four seasons now, just to help all of you through all the pains of this hard Nick's life. And Barry and Jay don't know this yet. Um, I've had a lot of personal things going on lately, and uh, it's been tough to find time to do the show, to be honest. And this is hard for me to say, guys. And this is why I insisted on doing this show tonight, even though it's late. But this is going to be our final episode, which... It's hard for me to say, but um, I don't think I can do it anymore. I think I just need to focus on me right now. Wow. So Barry and I, can we can carry on without you, right? If you we want to. We yeah, can't you can. Why, why couldn't we do that? I I you can't do it under the It's a Hard Nick's Life name why if not? you even wanted to, because that's, that's Craig's. No, Barry can go to, you know, he can go to Nick's film school. You know, <laughs> we, know, we know he's going to go. <laughs> and Blandy, you're just gonna have what to ride out I, into the I, sunset. I got, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> you're just gonna. I don't know, man. You, you can become a real newsman, maybe. Oh, so, so you think this is like a hiatus, or you think this is? Um, I don't want to, like you know, hanging it up for good. This is what you call Barry a little belated April Fool's joke. April Fools. All right. Oh my gosh, you, you had me. <laughs> I was holding you back the I tears, Craig. Craig, oh I was holding back gosh. the tears. You, you hey, we didn't have me. a show on April Fool's Day. This is the first show since it. Oh my goodness! Whew. How should I? I should get into acting in some yeah. way. <laughs> should I not? I had you, Barry. I mean, fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, bet online is the fastest and easiest way. <laughs> Just roll right into this fucking bet online ad. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us, and Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Barry, anything? Anything? <laughs> no, no, nothing, Craig. Nothing to add. I mean, I have a bunch of bets. Your wife doesn't let you bet anymore. Is that what it is? That's absolutely not what it is. I have a bunch of bets pending. I'm sitting with those. What does that mean, pending? What does that mean? It means I have like money on the Nets to win the East, which I've had for oh. months. That's okay. a disgusting bet. What the fuck do you win on for that? Uh, two hundred fifty bucks on a hundred dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's easy money, I think. We'll head to the website betonline.ag. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We are losers of five of our last six games. Five of our last seven losses are by single possessions. We are now back to the eighth seed in the East. We are two games under 500 after our loss to fucking Boston. The, these single the, possession games, Craig, are uh, killing the Knicks. Hold on, you're, got, ruining fucking, got, you're ruining my fucking. You're ruining my fucking opening I'm, monologue. I'm, I'm here, interjecting. Barry. This is where I'm. 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 I'm you're, you're assisting me. I'm assisting you here. The maps saying- are 28 and 22. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. We are just now one game out of being back in the lottery. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a good thing. 
ESPN doesn't believe RJ is one of the best 25 players under the age oh, of see, I 25. See, I had that under the news. You're going to bring that up now? I, well, Craig's setting up the whole show right here. I mean, they should do a they should do a best 21 players under the age of 21. And he probably wouldn't even fucking make that list for them. Anthony Edwards, a fucking rookie, is talking shit about RJ. And the highlight of my fucking week, guys, the highlight of my week is Norvell Pell doing some weird shit to his finger, jamming it, breaking it, I don't even know, dislocating it, looking at it funny. And then making two blocks on the other end. That's the fucking lone highlight of my week. And it came in our lone win against the Detroit Pistons since March 27th. It is a hard, miserable right now. I mean, it's not that miserable, but it is a hard Knicks life. It's been a rough stretch. (laughs) It's a rough stretch. Barry, you're fucking Mr. Positivity. So these single possession games are killing you. But is there any bright side to what's been going on lately? Uh, I mean, there's a few bright sides, obviously, you can pick out, but it still sucks because what this team was doing and the fact that they're in these games, but they can't close out the wins. I mean, I guess it's expected, right? I mean, this team was in the dumpster the last bunch of years. They couldn't win any games. So now that they actually have a season where they're winning games, yeah, I mean, I guess it's expected that these close ones are going to be tough for them. You know, they're playing against competent basketball teams that have winning success you know, in their previous seasons, you know, the Celtics are a winning team, not maybe not this year. They're like the Knicks at 500. But I mean, you're looking at a team that's made it to the Eastern Conference finals, you know, with like what three out of the last four years or four out of the last five years. So they know how to win these games. They're well coached. Um, but but yeah, the fact that the Knicks in games that are decided by three points or less, the Knicks are two and eight. It's just it, it, it's 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 a scary number. You know, we, we love the fact that they're in all these games, right? But if you can't squeak out a win, I mean, you, when is it going to help them? You know, when are they going to turn the corner where they're going to learn from these games? It, and, 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 and you know, I wonder, is it Thibodeau that has to learn from these things? Who he has on the floor at the end of the games? Who, who, whose hands he, put the ball, he puts the ball in? Or is it the players on the team that have to step up? You know, RJ, for one, we've seen it. He's got ice in his veins. I mean... That, that turnover, that horrible turnover that he had towards the stretch, but then the next possession, he knocks down that three. I mean, this kid, he doesn't get phased. No he wants fear. the ball in big spots. And that's your bright side. I mean, that, I yeah. think your biggest bright side, that along with Randall are two big bright sides. But Randall, we got to talk about too, because yeah. he looks like he's been struggling as yeah. of late. RJ, six for six for his le- for from three against Boston. 10 for his last 12, 29 points against the Celtics. He is definitely a bright side. I mean, I, the close losing the close games, I think some of it comes to, you know, the major players on this team are still very young, right? They have to learn how to play in these tight games. I mean, we only have we only have one pseudo star only because he was an all-star this year, and that's Julius Randle. But I still don't consider Julius Randle a star, and we're playing against teams. He's not Jason Tatum. Some teams with, with more stars yeah. than He's us. He's not. Right, and then then our other guys, R.J. Barrett, who's twenty years old. So you got Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett leading you at the end of games. Look, he's not Jason Tatum because he hasn't been doing what Jason Tatum has been doing the last few seasons, and he hasn't been clutch like Jason no. Tatum has shown to be. You know, in the last few seasons, how many big shots has Jason Tatum? You know, he wasn't the guy tonight to do it to us. Marcus Smart was, but how many games did Jason Tatum put away with with these clutch, unbelievable shots? So Julius has to start showing that. Um, but I mean. 
you can't you can't sit there and tell me that Julius Randle might not be up on the level of Jason Tatum. I don't think it's scary. It's crazy to say that. You know, on the back of the year that Randle's having right now, you think he can't be as productive of a player as Jason Tatum or as winning of a player as Jason Tatum? No. It's only twenty six years to say. old. <laughs> okay, who do, who do you who do you want on your team? Jason Tatum or J- Julius Randle? You don't even have to fucking think about it. Who, who's gonna? Put I understand Julius that, but if, if Julius Randle puts seasons back to back to back to back like he's doing this year, I mean, why? How could you? How, yeah. All right. So we'll right talk in four. We'll Tatum. talk in three or four seasons. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks right now, Julius Randle, to me at least. His he's still putting up some good numbers. But he looks fucking exhausted. Yeah, Blend, you, you that, tweeted something it's out he's tonight. Tired or that he hurt himself? Well, he said in the post game tonight that you know somebody asked him if his you know because I I think these you know worser numbers go back to when he hurt his thigh and they asked him about it and he said his thigh is not bothering him at all. Well, he's he's fucking I mean, tired, guys. He's tired. If you, if you look at his last twelve games, because I was looking at that, because uh, you know they've had this rough stretch where they're like five and seven over their last twelve. If you take out the three games where he shot above 50%, he is 55 for 157 from the field, which is 35%. Not good. No, no, not not at all. I think I think in the post game today they said he was shooting like 42% from the field and 31 from 3 over, over the last stretch. handful of games. You know, when you put those three good shooting games in there, I mean that is not good. It's just not good. He his short his shots are short but he's still that, his shots might not be falling but he's doing a lot of other stuff he's got four triple doubles i'm sorry three triple doubles in his last 13 games that's fucking good for him what would he have one last season i think he's fucking spent <laughs> he's spent they show shots of him after some misses or shooting the free throw line shooting at the free throw line and i swear it looks like his eyes are like half closed you no know, and <laughs> like he's getting he's beaten up out there I mean, he's grimacing during game. He could say that he's not hurt, but I mean, game after game, there's times where, you know, either he's taking shots or he's, you know, expending so much energy going into other guys that are trying to draw offensive fouls. And I mean, that's that takes a toll on his body too. It's not just the other guy taking the brunt of it. It's, you know, all this body cl- bodies clanging together that, you know, that's got to be roughing him up. What did you think about that shot at the end of the net game that he took? Because oh, I did yeah. not Jay, like Jay it. thought he could have got a better shot, but I don't yeah, think it was. So, I, I don't think it was a bad shot. I always want when I, you're down two on the road like that against a team like the Nets. I just feel like there's very little chance you're going to win in overtime. So I always want you to go for three there. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I, I was looking for. Either Burks or Bullock or something. Burks I know they got to go to him, but yep. I mean, what was it? A couple of steps inside the three point line. Well, it just the thing like is, too with, far away with Julius Randle when he has the ball. If he's got his back to the basket, you know. He's got moves and he can create a shot for himself. But when he's face up, he he doesn't have the moves one on one, you know, to to create a shot for himself. You know, he either needs running speed, you know, when he when he's going full court, or he's got to be in the post. Um, and even if he's ten feet away from the basket with his back to the basket, he's got that move where a flake to one side, spin around, fade away. You know, he's got that shot down. But I feel like face up one on one, that's not the shot for him. And yeah, if no. they could have, I mean, they had so everybody on the court at that time was a three point threat. You know, and and I would have loved to have seen Alec Burks get the ball there. He hit a huge shot moments before. Um, he would have been my man. And you know, uh, part of me was thinking, well, you know, Julius Randle's carried this team on his back. Can can you come out of a timeout, you know, or sit down in a timeout and say to him, look, we're going to go with this guy. 
I think it can. I mean, we've seen how unselfish Randall is. They just needed a better shot, though. I don't mind going to him. It's just the shot to me, it was too deep. Yeah. And not from three. I mean, it didn't. I mean? The, the shot itself didn't bother me. He, he got, he was able to shake his defender slightly. He was a slightly open. He got the fucking shot off, which I think, speaking for Julius Randle and a lot of these guys, Be- late in than games, the last game just to him. get a shot off is almost an accomplishment. You ever have a pair of sunglasses that broke easily? Yes. A few weeks ago, I, I, I've, I've been wearing some sunglasses I got that were ch- cheap sunglasses, like 15 bucks or so. And I've never had this happen to me, but I got in the car, they were on the seat, I sat on them by accident. They broke in, in both places. Uh, both, both like, what are they called, arms on them? They both snapped off. Sure. Well, it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. Canon I thought you were going to bring this back to Julius Randle. Canon uh, sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. I had no clue where that was going. (laughs) They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. So Jay, these these are for you. You're Italian. For my people. We're we're very good artisans. It is a combination of Japanese optics and Italian artistry. You can't beat that. Can't beat that. Use the exclusive code CanonCast15, which I got to spell for you because I don't know who, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15 at Canon.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's Canon. Cast 15. Kanan, clearly better. You got to work on your yeah. segues, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's he fucking talking about sunglasses for? <laughs> what do you guys think about, We like we were saying, we've lost five, five of our last seven losses are single possession losses. And there's a guy on our team, goes by the name French Prince, who did come back into the rotation for a bit with Thibodeau. You know, as a, at least as a defensive specialist at times. And here we are in these tight games at the end of games, and there's no sign of Frank whatsoever to guard some of these guys like Kyrie Irving or even against the Celtics, a Jason Tatum, a Marcus Smart, a Jalen Brown, anyone. No sign of Frank. What has happened to Frank? He's, he's, he's just not that good. We got Frank. He's joining us right now. Frank, where are you? What's it like on the bench at the end of these games? And Thibodeau is not calling your number. How do you, how do you get through it? It is uh, not uh, so easy. Uh, the, where's the music? Um, oh, would you like us music? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Frank, it's part of the Everybody the knows stick. Frank Nilakina plays his own fucking music when he comes on the show. Uh, it is not uh, easy to sit at the end of the bench and just uh, cheer on the rest of the boys as they are out there playing, but I am uh, used to it. Um, this has not been widely reported, but I am having uh, groin issues again. Uh, I oh, no. pulled it a few times. Well, and how did you do that, Frank? Well, <laughs> I think we all know how I did that. Making croissants? I did the last time. Baking croissants. Uh... Yes, sure. Is that kneading the, the dough? What, uh, <laughs> you could say I was kneading the dough. Yes, you can <laughs> say that. Kneading the dough with some of the lovely ladies in New York City. <laughs> Frank, you're a romantic man, right? Is it wrong to uh, be romantic with Clarkson Avenue crumb cakes, or is that okay? Is it wrong? No, yeah. I think uh, that it is 
It's perfectly uh, normal to be romantic with the crumb cake. It is a very sensual cake, a very, very seductive and sexy cake. So what would you have done to Kyrie Irving at the end of that game if you were put in the game late, in that tight game? Would you have let him get off that three? There is no way I would have let him get that off. I would have been all over him. I would have been up on his body, touching his body, rubbing my hands on his body, making sure he could not move at all. Craig, where is this going? Kyrie would probably be into that. I have no idea. Well, thank you, Frank. (laughs) It's a weird turn. Barry, where's Frank? Why is Thibodeau not playing him? Any idea? Yeah, I have an idea because... He would be number 11. Until he gets Alfred Payton out of this fucking rotation, there's nowhere for Frank to be squeezed in because Thibodeau Thibodeau's has love like affair this for Alfred fixed... Payton. What's that? Thibodeau's love affair for Alfred. Yeah. And it's really super frustrating. It really hey, he is, He had a big man. three tonight. Yeah, he did. He had a horrible first half. He had a decent second half. But, I mean, enough is... I, I don't want to see him on the floor. The Knicks are better without him. Remember how... Excited we were when Emmanuel quickly was getting all those minutes and was really showing what he could do out there and how much more positive we all felt about the future. It is very frustrating that he's not getting minutes or big minutes and, and think? at least I getting mean, a shot at point. He's taking some steps backwards, don't you think? He's not getting enough time. Or is he not getting enough time because he took steps backwards? What is Alfred? Is Alfred Payton taking steps forward? I mean, Frank, Frank had a couple of games there where he couldn't hit the basket. I think it was like three games where you know he was putting up goose eggs, but he bounced back a little bit after that, and then then he found himself on the pine. You know, you got two guys sitting on the bench that are shooting over forty percent from three, and their shots look super wet all the time. They look fantastic. Frank and Kevin, <laughs> they both can't get off the bench. You can't say super wet. Who I could say super wet. You said. Their shots look super. Their shots are super wet all the time. <laughs> I don't even know what does that even mean. They're dripping wet. It means they yeah. go in a lot. Yeah, splash. <laughs> They're wet. Water. Okay. I've never heard anyone say that though. Their shots are wet all the time. So You're wet. Like trying to make something happen here. Not trying to make anything happen. Trying to get Jay to play a drop for the first. Now time that's the last episode. thing I'm trying to do. <laughs> stop! Stop trying to make fetch happen, Barry. Fetch. Have you been feeling better, a little better about Obi Toppin lately, our other rookie? No. No. <laughs> those couple for, games. For about four and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> those couple games where he broke out and scored nine points in, in a few, in like four or five minutes. You know, I was hoping he, he was going to have a big excited. game uh, tonight against Boston because his career high was against Boston, which was 12 points all the way back in January. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe it's a Boston thing. He'll, he'll put up some big numbers tonight. Listen, Obi's in a tough situation. He plays four minutes a half. He's either going to go off in those four minutes or most likely he's not going to. And that's his game. All right, you guys want to listen to some voicemails? Yes. What up, Hard Next Life? This is Devin from Long Island. And I just want to make a point after this Mavs lost that we are now 0-3 without Coach Woodson on our sideline. Was this the biggest loss this season so far? Or am I just overreacting? It is interesting <laughs> that since Woodson left, Jay, what you're good with math. What's our record since Woodson left? If we were 0-3 after the Dallas game. Then wouldn't we just be... be one and what? One and five? One in five since Coach Woodson left us. Is that, that that's just a coincidence? I assume. Well, I mean, listen, they're. It's not like their defense is 
broken down. I mean, they gave up 100 and, what, 101 points tonight? It's not like they've been getting their ass handed to them. I mean, other than, you know, Brooklyn scoring 114, look at look at what the 102-99, 98 to Miami. Like, they're not, it's, it's not like their defense is falling apart. That voicemail could not have been serious. You're not putting these losses on the fact that they lost Mike Woodson. No, but but it, but it, you could believe that superstitiously it has some sort of effect because Woodson is the only coach now who's been part of the Knicks as a winning team since 2010-11 season. He was the coach during the 54 and 28 season. So he's right got now, the Thibodeau, winning juju. Right now, Thibodeau is two games under 500. No other coach in the past. 10 seasons, then Woodson has been a part of a winning Knicks team. Assistant, head coach, nothing. And he's gone now. We're one in five. What up, boys? Love the show. Obviously got the tweet about saying that you're recording for voicemail, so I had to get one in. Uh, basically, I've been at work all night and looking at the game against the Celtics, and it was looking good. We were up a little bit in the fourth, I remember. And then right as I check with a minute left, we're down. What's up with this? It seems like it happens every night. We need a closer. What What do you guys think? Who do you think we could get? Is Lonzo the missing piece for the like for closing out games? Because it seems like we can't finish out close games. It's getting really annoying. What are your guys' thoughts? Really quick before we answer that, I just looked. It, I figured it out. In the six games since he left, they, they're giving up 99.1 a game. But what Craig's trying to say is they've, they've been stacking up the L's. But uh, I don't, you know, this game, this game hurts, but not as much as the Timberwolves game. Like I can, I can let it slide that they lost a close one to, to the Celtics. But I mean, that loss to the Wolves was, that was tough to take. Like that's a game they should have closed out. Yeah, that game that ended and you were like, did that just fucking happen? We were up. Yeah, we were up by I mean, so that, much. That was hard to take. My entire family was watching that game. My what? wife, my mother, my father, Oof. my son Oof. were all in the living room watching that Timberwolves game Ugh. and just watching the Knicks collapse. And I, my father's a very argumentative guy, and you know, he, so and he doesn't watch a lot of you know Knicks games, and he knows their history. You know, he is a sports fan, but he doesn't watch them up close. And I'm trying to explain to him how. The Knicks have been overachieving and how, you know, yeah. what a great coach they have. And and he's just mouthing off the entire game. Oh, some coach, Barry. Right. Some coach they have <laughs> yeah. over here. He's horrible. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. It was driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, of course. The game where you, you like, want to show him how good they've been playing. Right. They do that. <laughs> it's like, you're, they do suck. Uh, dude, I've been in that situation. What's worse? What was what was What was worse? Having to watch that game? With all that family or the loss? Yeah, it was it was, it was pretty close, Craig. I don't know. I can make that call. It was equally bad. Yeah, I can't. That sounds fucking awful. <laughs> you you never. What what were you saying to your dad in response? I was I wasn't saying anything. And, and there's like a minute left. It's so close. My mom, my mom was like all like antsy, you know, and stressed out with the game. And she's like, how can you keep so quiet? And I was like, I'm just trying to block him out over there. All right. The guy's sitting over there. I'm just trying to block him out right now and focus on the game. You know. Now, do they fucking understand why I curse so much, Barry? (laughs) Maybe. Your mom was like, I know why Craig curses so much now. This team fucking sucks. Yeah. I played her that clip from last week. And and then like towards the end of like that segment, you're, you're something like, 
um, you know, annoying Jewish mothers, you know, and then like <laughs> she got like this sad look on her face and I shut off. Like the next day, it was hanging on me for like two days. I was like, she really think that that's what like we think oh, about no. our moms that they're like these annoying Jewish moms. So like two days later, I said, you know, mom, you know, you know, when I played that clip the other day of Craig, he was just, you know, he just says that stuff for entertainment for effect. She's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I gave her a big hug, you know. Oh, Barry. <laughs> oh, that's, you're a good boy. Such a you're good such Jewish a good boy. boy. <laughs> Here's something you don't know about. Oh, no, we, let's answer the fucking, <laughs> let's answer yeah, that I, voicemail. L- listen, I don't think Lonzo is going to be the closer, right? That's but he would be, turn a, into he would be a huge, a closer? we do need just a fucking point guard to run the show at the end of games. He's not a closer. He is not a closer. I want to add Lonzo Ball shoot. so bad, and I want to add someone else too. I mean, we need we need a scorer to help us close games. I do want Lonzo Ball though. You know who I want, and he fits the mold of what you just said. And you may think I'm crazy because he could probably be Lonzo Ball's father. Um, is Kyle Lowry? I love Kyle Lowry. I love the way he plays, man. And and you got a winning player right there. He's like 35. He's, he is 35. You're right. Yeah, that's his, that's that's. But we downside. had our shot, and we have our fucking shot. Shot's not over, my friend. You'll have another shot. Here's something you don't know about me. I don't relax well. With the Knicks, my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out, and it fucking sucks. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. Mm. Barry, have you gotten yours yet? I have not. I'm waiting for them, Craig. Oh. They've become a must-have in my daily routine, and they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live life scare-free, just like this, guys. Um, yeah, the, the, the unicorn gummies I have are delicious, and they really do work. There's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries are in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. So I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com. Use my promo code HKL for your discount. That's promo code HKL for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing, and you won't regret joining their squad. You should get your parents some of those, Barry. Yeah. Probably your dad. Get, my dad could use it, yep. Yeah. Need something to take the edge off. Yeah, I could definitely see that. He would He would benefit from that. You all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. We're going back-to-back ads here, guys. I apologize. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. They are changing the crumb cake game. And for March, they still have... It's not fucking March anymore. No, Back, it's April. Blandy, what? <laughs> <Blandy> cake. <laughs> Blandy, what is the crumb cake of the Jeez, month? Jeez, man, come on. The crumb cake of the of the month is the kitty's carrot cake. Again? I mean, again. Easter. It's not... Haven't they had that? They might have had it before, but not recently. They brought that back during the holidays. They brought it back during the holidays with some of the other ones. But that is the uh, cake of the month. Is the, that is one of Jason's favorite cakes. Kitty carrot crumb. Now, why do they call it? Tell everybody, tell all of our listeners why they call it the kitty carrot cake. Well, are you right? It's got nothing to do with what Jay is thinking right now. <laughs> um, kitty is actually the creator of this particular cake. I'm not going to take this in a really dirty direction, which is what I think you were expecting me to do. No, I just have no idea oh. why it's called. If kitty. there's, I was, if there's I was any, trying to put you kitty, on the spot. If there's any cake to take it in a dirty direction, yes, it's, the kitty it's very true. Um, 
some it's also known as the well no forget it, I won't say what I was gonna say I don't want to you know but uh, Kitty is the one who came up with this recipe she is the Who's dearest Kitty? and oldest friend of the Clarkson founder and so oh um, yeah. wow he's actually got an answer for this yeah guy. and I'm not making that up it's fresh carrots real bourbon vanilla Saigon cinnamon. Mm which is the mm. best kind of cinnamon there is. Well, from holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you can get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to clarksnavcrumb.com, use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE for 23% off your order. Blandy, give it to Here us. Here we go. So Like you've never given it to I us was, before. Oh. I had planned on leading with the ESPN <laughs> Top 25 under... By the way, not one, not one fucking drop here for Blandy today no, so far. Because no, I I, I'm not going to just force them in. They got to... They gotta, you force them That's in every true. week. I try to use them when they work. All of a sudden, he's not forcing them in, Barry. Um, do you want to talk about the ESPN Top 25 Under 25 or no? Yeah, give us some give us some names that insult you that are in there. Or maybe none Ones of them that do. insult me, you mean? Because they're ahead of RJ? Yeah, that they disrespect. Yes. Yeah, yes. there's, uh, well, Lonzo's on there towards the bottom. I don't know how I feel about that. You'll feel better about it next season. Jared Allen is on there. I think. The big one that I really have an issue with is Tyrese Halliburton is on there. Well, this is going off potential as well. So, I mean, it's easy to say somebody is going to be great or have all this potential when they've only played less than 40 games or 50 games. I don't know. He hasn't earned that. He hasn't earned that doesn't. That doesn't. He doesn't belong there at all. It just doesn't make any sense um, to me. Yeah. Let's see who else is on there that I had an issue. Most of the ones I had an issue with were towards the bottom. Colin Sexton, Anthony Edwards is on there. Michael Porter Jr. is on there. Oh, yeah, well, he, sh- he should be on there. But for the most part, the people like on the top half of the list, I mean, you- Did you say Anthony Edwards is in there? Yeah. Honestly, it's such a fucking joke that R.J. Barrett's not in there. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is having a great, a great season. He is. Over 17 points a game. He's shooting like 45% from three. Well, R.J.'s over 17 points a game. And you know, since the All-Star break, RJ's been shooting about almost 44% from three. Um, all right, we keep going. Uh, latest COVID batch of testing, one player positive. That's it. And along those lines, uh, the league is expecting that come next year, they will have completely full arenas. That's what they are expecting. I don't know what they're going to do for the playoffs. Because truthfully, like if you look like Texas is completely open. So the Mavs make the playoffs. Like, are they going to be allowed to have a full? Do you think they'd be full capacity? Would the NBA even allow that? I wonder. Because I mean, doesn't that give a home team in a state like that an unfair advantage? Although the NFL did that and they didn't seem to have an issue with it. So I, I don't, I don't know. Paul Pierce, did you guys see this Paul Pierce story? Is this the the all nighter? The, the that he got strippers? That he yeah that he got a, fired by ESPN. Barry, you didn't see this? No, he. Did. I did see a video of him with some like answers yeah he did uh an instagram live an ig live on friday night and there were like strippers in the background in scantily clad one of them was like down on the ground like twerking there was alcohol over the place uh at one point it looked like uh, there's like a photo at some point that he posted too that it looked like he was smoking the marijuana um and espn said you're you're, you're out <laughs> Goodbye. Wow. Having a great time. You're that gone. Night. It just seemed like I mean, you work for Disney, dude. What are, what are you doing going live with a picture, you know, with video of strippers and and booze? Right. 
I think I saw a tweet from him the next morning, by the way, that was not the next morning, but like the next afternoon. And it was a tweet that said like, good morning. Yeah. He was like, and he also posted like a short <laughs> video of him laughing and then a video of him saying, I'm going to be all right. It's like, all right, we, we get it. Do you think if those videos emerged from like somebody else's social media account, yet it still showed the images of him, do you think he still would have gotten the same treatment from ESPN. I mean, if he had just been like in the background of somebody else yeah, doing it? Like they knew it was doing Yeah, because no, I think it I is a little bit different if you're doing it yourself, if you're uh, posting it yourself. It's I like think almost it was asking just, for trouble. He, it's really bad judgment on his part. I think in this case, being um, employed by Disney, like Jay said, if he was just in that situation. I mean, how, did, how do you happened. go live with yeah. booze and strippers? You work for Disney. What are you doing? And drugs. Yeah. Which I don't know. Maybe I don't know where he was, but it's maybe legal wherever he was. But yeah. Yeah, because booze and strippers isn't illegal as far as I know. No, it's not illegal, but it doesn't look good for Disney. Barry has a visitor? What, what, it, it's 12 a.m. Is your stomach still hurt? So why are you up? Isn't this... This is Barry's daughter who's visiting the show. I am in the middle of the news. A few weeks ago, I remember she came down. Oh, that's right. And Barry was suspicious that maybe she comes down there often to just hang out late at night. Is that Can you ask her right now, Barry? Uh, ask her, yeah, do, do you come down here often when I'm doing a podcast? No, not when you're not doing it. But, oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, do you come down here at night sometimes, even when I'm not doing a podcast? And what do you do down here when you come down <laughs> in the middle of the night? Barry's going to lay down the law here. What? Only when you're You never come down to come downstairs at night in the no. middle of the night? You're smiling. You never come... Macy, I'm sorry. You never come down... Am I allowed to say the name, Barry? She can't hear you. Oh, I mean for the show. <laughs> oh. Right. Just edit that out. She can't hear me? Oh, she never comes down... Can I? Can she get her to hear me or no? It's not allowed. Um. <laughs> yeah, hang on Macy, you never come down and play hold, with the ball, the play the rat poop game with the ball <laughs> late at night. Barry, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can, can both he? hear you. Oh. Hi. Do you still, Macy? Do you still play that game with the ball against the ceiling tiles? What's that called? Remember that big ball, the exercise ball? You used to throw it around here in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys thought those were chocolate sprinkles falling on your heads? <laughs> you need no idea what we're talking about. Macy's going to wake up tomorrow and be like, is that a dream? I was on a show? <laughs> what do you think of uh, Kevin Durant? I have no clue who he is. Exactly. It's, it's better it's that a, way. Nick's You're probably better right here. For, for that. What do you think of Chris Stapp's Porzingis? I know him. He gets hurt a million times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He just got hurt the other day, didn't he? He hurt his wrist. Mm-hmm. He's a big P-U. Wait, can you spell? <laughs> I can, can spell. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm not five. <laughs> All right, Jay. Is that the way the basketball bounces? No, I wasn't done. All right, I was two idea. stories in. <laughs> Next thing you know, we right, just, keep you know going. a little this kid shows up. <laughs> No, I mean, I just had two other quick things. Just there wasn't much going on. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, the Hawks set an NBA record by going eleven for eleven for from three in the third quarter in their game against the Pelicans the other day. Um, and then the last thing with the, the NCAA tournament over now, 
um, players have started declaring for the draft. Underclassmen have started declaring for the draft. They have until May 30th to declare. Well, our potential pick keeps getting better by the day. And Dallas just keeps getting worse. So, yeah, Dallas is. What did you say? Twenty and twenty-two. Did they lose tonight? Twenty and twenty-two. I don't know when the fuck that happened. They lost tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's a pretty good record. Yeah, they've been they've been playing really good ball. And uh, that's the way the basketball bounces. Nice and a special appearance. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Life. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Landy Hooper. And you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. Nobody's going to take the bull by the horns here. Oh, you want the schedule? Give it to, give it to us. Right. Somebody. So we got Friday at home versus Memphis. And then we've got a back-to-back Sunday and Monday, home for Toronto and then home for the Lakers. What are we going here? Oh, you better pick up two wins here. I mean, the Lakers Lakers are not good, okay? What? And the Lakers are not good, and we should be able to beat Memphis. They've got a little stretch here where there are a lot of winnable games. you got the Pelicans a couple of times coming up. Charlotte. The rest of this month is not that bad. No, but it's the beginning of May. Where I mean, it's that last stretch of the season that's going to be difficult. So they need to pick up those wins now because that West Coast trip later on is going to be brutal. So am I going to be really sick tomorrow, Jay? I was perfectly fine. Oh, you didn't get sick? All right. Either time, first shot or second shot, I was fine. All right, guys, we are presented by Bet Online, and until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.